The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with Sondra Bernstein, and we have a a unique guest on because it's someone that I've known you know, on a, on a casual basis because I was working with you and, but I have always seen her work, but never seen her do her work or been able to actually ask her about anything. I, you have always been the one that's um, had the contact with her and, and she's a very creative person. So I'll let you um, do an official intro. Well, I'm such a hog anyway. I like hog the mic. I, no, I think I think you were hogging the cake. I don't know about I did, the mic. Did hog a little yeah, bit. Yeah, if cake you listen to the episode last week wired. with Michelle Hessen, yeah. we had um, she brought a cake, cake for us, and and it was hard to put down. We actually had to have it leave the room at one point. So that's true. Yeah. So I am um, especially excited to have one. I'm gonna my good friend Patty Britton. Thank you. First friend, and then second, our designer that we have been working together since 19 well personally that i've um, hired patty since 1997 but we've known each other from the fiance days when she did her work that's when we became friends oh wow from fiance patty did the fiance cookbook patty did all the wine labels and the food labels holy cow um yeah amazing amazing stuff and then when i went into business Um, There was really nobody else that I would have called. And Patty did our logo, our very first logo and logos after. And she does all our wine bottles, all our food packaging. So the Girl in the Fig logo that everyone sees on everything. That was something that she designed. 200,000 people a year. Mm -hmm. Wow. In person anyway. So, okay. So can I start off with just a quick, before I forget, whose idea was it to do under case letters for the girl in the fig logo mine that was sandra okay yeah because that's a, i think that's sort of what makes it stand out a lot of times and i always have to remember when i'm writing it especially yeah. when i'm doing that's it the to thing you we correct the most yeah i bet out there yeah. but you know i only had a couple things we were we actually were in half moon bay with a couple other mm-hmm. friends of ours mm-hmm. and we were wandering around town And there was, I don't know, maybe it was in a restaurant where they had this really fun, funky frame. And I just kind of like everything I would look at at the time would be like, oh my God, how do I incorporate that? Oh my God, that's so cool. Oh, I love that idea. It would be like having a mishmash of ideas. And so I don't think there were a lot of preambles on the logo other than I want it in little letters and... You came back with the curly. I didn't think I asked you to do the frame. I think no, I, you I just you that. came up, and basically, I would say eight out of ten times that we've done something together, it's usually right on the first or second pass. Yeah, I showed you one, and you said, "Oh, I can do better than that." Oh no, I did <laughs> yes, not. I did. <laughs> oh, am I nicer now? Sandra, the great motivator. Yeah. Oh, woo. <laughs> So, so then I, I really thought about the girl and the fig. And the girl is frilly and, and mm-hmm. feminine. So that's where the loops came in. Oh. And then the inside was the texture of the fig. Exactly. And then the, the wording, the girl and the fig, I did on my old Smith Corona typewriter. 
Oh, and wow. had it scanned. And then so that's why there's no font for that. Yeah, there's no font. Well, you can find, find something a similar. similar. And um, I scrunched a bunch of um, black paper for the texture and, you know, stomped on it and stuff and then had that scanned. And so that's where the logo came in. And it's yeah. a- asymmetrical, which... Yeah, you kind of I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty asymmetrical. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it was. Yeah, it was perfect. The colors were perfect. Um, we didn't do a whole lot of color changes. I mean, no. it was just really relatively quick and, you know. But that's logo. I mean, you had a good amount of experience in logo design, and wine label design. Right. And is that something you went to school for? Yeah, I went to art school in Oakland, uh, California College of Arts and Crafts, which is now California College of the Arts, I think. And it's, it was on the nice part of Berk- or Oakland near Berkeley, in the original campus. Mm-hmm. Now they have a, an additional campus in, in the city. Oh. Um, but I didn't learn packaging there at all. Um, they didn't have a class for packaging. So what were, what were you thinking when you went to an art school? What were you thinking? What was going to come out of that? Well, I, I, um, I, I knew I was good at putting images together with, um, um, typography. So that's, was called graphic design. So that's what I specialized in. Mm -hmm. And, um, the first year and a half, they, we had to take foundation classes of, um, drawing and painting and, ceramics and before we could take any design classes so and what was it about your childhood did you enjoy art oh yeah i knew i knew i could draw when i was in kindergarten when colorado girl colorado Mm. girl and um we were told to draw a rabbit and so that's mainly you know the face and the whiskers and the and the ears but i i drew it from the side view Uh with the hunch yeah um legs and mm-hmm. the ears back and it's like wow i did that <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, yeah I, I knew from very early and i was 16 when i knew i wanted to be a graphic designer uh, was there something that you saw that no i was just really good with putting images and typography um and i was really encouraged by my junior high school art teacher and also my high school art teacher to pursue this yeah, and uh, my parents didn't have the money to send me to school, so I worked for Mountain Bell in Denver for seven years. That's the phone company. The phone company. It's a phone operator. Well, no, that was when I got out here. Um, there, I was a Yellow Pages um, accounts rep. Oh my goodness! Yes. So uh, for, sorry, I have to stop you there and say <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know what the Yellow Pages oh, are, yeah. because I think they I think they still drop them off at my house. It's like I once know. every six months, this yeah. thing just shows up on your doorstep, and it goes right from my doorstep right into the recycling. I bin. don't think those people know that the internet exists. You think they're living in a cave I think somewhere? They have no idea <laughs> with a printing that press. Have, exactly <laughs> that we have computers now. No, that was that was a big deal. I mean, yeah, uh, I talked to the sales reps, and then we each had our own bank of numbers and talked to customers and about you know deleting or adding to their advertising. And Sandra, now I don't know if this story is true or not, uh, but will you tell me go. a story about Glen Ellen when they, they wanted to put you in the yellow pages when you had the girl in the fig in Glen Ellen? And I think they had asked you several times and you always said no. 
And then finally you said, okay, fine, we're going to, because you didn't want to, you, you didn't yeah, have money when you pay, started. You didn't want to pay. Right. Um, and yeah. then they finally did. And I think they either did they the wrong. They messed ad- up the wrong phone number. The, uh, <laughs> they did. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they finally yeah. landed you exactly. and, then, and then totally screwed it up. It was unbelievable. So to this day, yeah, no yellow pages for no. Sandra. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we digress. Um, what was your very first commercial client? with a graphic designer design? Um, let's see. Well, I went with my own business, it was a, a guy that raised tomatoes in Glen Ellen. That was your very first client? Yeah, I did a... Wait, I, in food packaging or in anything? Well, that, that was anything when I had my own business. Okay. And um, I forget the name of it, but I did a label for his box of tomatoes. Wow! The, wait, the box that he would take to the farmers market yeah, or to the that's store, something or like that. yeah. Okay, yeah. And so th- you did do you? You were doing food packaging before you were doing other packaging. Yeah, I actually, my first job out of art, art school was with Primo Angeli in San Francisco. And is that a restaurant? No, it's a design firm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good Italian restaurant, though, yeah, right? Thank you. Hey, you got the pasta. No, he, he was known for his food packaging of uh, Henry Weinhardt and Luca Delicatessen. Okay. And Nally's, and he did the DHL logo. And um, so I worked with him, and that's where I learned food packaging because I, I didn't, they didn't have it in college. So, um, that's where I learned it. And, um, you know, I was the, the new kid, so I would get all the grunt work and hardly ever got anything for design. And then um, he had a layoff of 10 people, oh. and I was one of them oh. right before Thanksgiving. Oh. And I just went shoe shopping like two days before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Time to return those shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, I found work briefly with another company in San Francisco called Sijikoff, Berman, and Gomez. And they did a lot of food packaging. But I they put me kind of in a corner, and I was doing everybody else's grunt work. Oh, that's not good. And I didn't like that. And a former... Um, professor of mine called me and said that this couple needed a designer in North Beach. So I went to um, the interview and it was just the husband and wife and they had one designer that had left. So they hired me and their their main clients were Robert Mondavi, uh, Domaine Chandon, Gwenak, uh, a couple other people. So, so I ended up doing all the concepts for everything. They would wow. come in the morning, brief me on what I was to do for the day, and then they would leave. Wow. So I <laughs> I would do all the concepts, all the work for the printer, and at that time you had to do everything by hand. There's no Right, com- no computer. No computers. Imagine that. Imagine. Right. How would we do so that? So what do you do? So then you would draw, sketch everything out, and then just make copies? Um, well, it was there were typesetters at that time, and so you would type out the copy that you wanted and put in all the specs, the, the font, the size, the, the letting, the space between the, the lines, and then uh, call FedEx, or call, uh, you know, bike messenger would come get right. it. <laughs> Take it to the typesetter, they'd do it, and then, you know, next day, 24 hours later, you'd get, you'd get your type, typography. Can't even imagine. 
Yeah. My favorite thing was doing mock-ups with the airbrush machine. Oh. That was really fun. And it was this little machine that kind of vibrated on the floor, and it would just kind of move around, and you'd have to be really uh, careful with the airbrush so you were so for the restaurant you were doing like their logo on the menus and for their storefront or all that kind of stuff for sandra no for uh for this place that you said that you were working in north beach oh no oh, yeah i i um i would do uh the logos the wine label design the uh, case art we traveled to la a lot for the the printing which was a lot of fun and we did uh, case cards. Those are the cases that were put into the boxes to display the, the wine in the stores. Huh. And uh, table tents. Um, brochures. Brochures, lots of brochures. So I worked there for five years, and the label I'm most proud of was the Robert Mondavi Reserve label that had the decal edge. And mm-hmm. Robert and his wife, Margaret, loved it, but his kids didn't like it they thought it was going to be too trendy and no one would ever buy it oh my goodness so i i could tell that my my two bosses were taking credit for my work but i wanted to wait until that label was printed so the label was printed and then i started my own business wow yeah and so when at what point do computers take a big step into your life that was scary that was really scary. I bought my first Mac from a typographer, and I think I had it for three years before I plugged it in. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time, I had a production artist who would uh, get the the artwork ready for the printer. So, you know, I would sketch out the the artwork, put all the specs on it, and then fax that to her. Who, she was in Sebastopol. And then she would get it ready for me somehow I forget anyway she she helped me with the computer and getting signed up with an internet provider and then you know it took me a while but it's it's much it became much easier because I was able to to make all the changes I wanted or additions and now it's great right because the computer takes away jobs you didn't need that person anymore because she had a computer that's what happens when you yeah. get, you know, kiosks and all these other things, you know, it eliminates bodies. Automation. Yep. And I took a few, I took a few computer classes, but um, not many. I just kind of learned it on my own. And uh, so, yeah. And then at what point do you meet up with Sandra? I was, I had a few clients and um, one of them was Vianza. Mm-hmm. And I did all the original labels for Sam Sebastiani mm-hmm. and um, all the wine labels. And it was around, I think, 92 or 93 mm-hmm. when he, they wanted to do special food packaging. Right. I started there in 93. Yeah. So um, I showed Sam the design and he really liked it. And then you got involved with the ingredients or something. I forget. You were the behind the deli. Yeah, I would have to hand write. I think it was before the final, like where everything had its name on the label because mm-hmm. I would, we would have the made, the products made in the kitchen. They would come up in the case, usually still hot, 
and I would have to put the stickers on. Well, I'd have to write what the ingredient, what the item was. So I would write sun-dried tomato pesto like 20 times. Wait, th- so this labels. is not going through a production facility? You no, were actually we able to just make... kitchens, yeah. You just made things, put yeah. it in a jar, put no, a label on it, and could sell it right there. a long time you were allowed to do that. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe. Maybe we weren't. <laughs> maybe maybe not. <laughs> but anyway, but there were no meat. There's no meat products. It's all just like... You know, I don't what, know. Why? What would be different if it was meat? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems a little more but dangerous. Think, well, like, well, right now there's a cottage industry. Like you could, we could make sun-dried tomato pesto at home. You have to get a cottage license number. And in the, at Vianza, I mean, the kitchen was inspected and, you know, it had a basic license to make things. And I think it's, if you don't distribute... Like if you are the end, if you're selling to the end user, you, it's like being in a restaurant. It's like making that dish for the end user. Hmm. It all changes when you go into distribution or wholesaling because once you go and somebody else becomes the end user, they don't, they don't know, you know. So that's right. kind of where so you can changed. sell something to someone right. that's going to eat it, but if you right. can't sell it to them and then they go sell it somewhere else. Correct. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And what kind of stuff were you guys doing at Beyonce? We did mustards, um, oils, olive oils, olive oil, vinegar, vinegar, um, pestos, chutney, chocolate chutneys. sauce. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I'm pretty sure we did most of it, but, but literally you know, when I started there, we were doing like a, a case or so. I would do that every few days. I would label, I would wash them, have to wash the jars and write the labels. But at some point in there, you ended up doing the labels that actually had the name and the ingredients. Right. So, you know, I think as the winery started getting busier, because in the beginning, I don't know, you know, like what was going to sell. Um, you know, they didn't invest in huge lots of labels and things like that. It was, I mean, it was wine first. Right. Yeah. Well, so she actually took your job. Who? Patty, because yeah. then she started well, doing the actual, so there was no sandwiches. more hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and shots of espresso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just I weren't hand still, labeling yeah, things exactly, anymore. No. That's funny to me though, that, that that's sort of how you started. I can see washing the jars and everything. And then to imagine now with your product line, that's funny that that was sort right. of a training for you to see what. And she had a walkie talkie. I did have a walkie talkie. I love my walkie talkie. <laughs> I could talk to everybody. And the buses would come every 20 minutes with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was later once I got promoted. Hmm. But the interesting thing was that, yeah, I mean, kind of had to be able to do a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and you know I just I was grateful to have a job you know I started in the deli and I think as far as marketing and I think Patty would agree I mean Sam Sebastiani is like a genius in marketing oh yeah he is I mean he really gets the story he really understands and I I was a student you know I worked hard but I absorbed a lot and I certainly have taken a lot of those lessons and applied it to our business and you know um expanding I mean maybe there's times that I've expanded too much too quick on certain things but 
um, the principles of the storytelling and, you know, branding. And it's not just about having a logo. It's about, you know, all the things that you put into it. Yeah, I like telling a story. Yeah. For my labels, that's what I like. Yeah. Well, it's, and that's actually an interesting point because... Um, for a designer and like how you get into that process of like you you learning as much as you can from the client Mm -hmm. trying to understand what the purpose is and then taking that communicating it for the for that client or for their end users or for the public and I think you are so creative you can't always tell and this is a compliment in in my perspective, but you can't, like if someone looked at our rosé wine label or Viognier label, nobody would know what that is all about. Mm-hmm. I know because you told me. It's the fence. It's the fence. <laughs> Do I, you know that? I knew that, but, but only told. because I spent, you know, a few hours at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. But did you know it was the fence before someone told you it was the I, fence? I think I did You know. did? Yeah. Well, you're pretty smart. It's the galvanized steel. It's the galvanized. Right. And yeah. the wood and even yeah, the, little, the little nails. The little nail, the screws. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to who did the um, uh, uh, bug to bug right. to bug at Heritage Salvage, right. oh. who has a TV show now. That's right. Yeah, I heard it's that. really fun. Yeah. Um, but so what? What is your like? Even with a winery, like how? What is your process? Like how do you start? Um, well, I you know talk to the winemaker, talk to the owner, walk around the property if they have a property. Um, like with Vianza, they had those beautiful frescoes in the tasting room. So that's when I saw those, I thought, oh, those need to be applied to the, be part of the wine label design. And then uh, the consumer takes part of the winery home with them because they can remember. And if the wine is good, then they have a repeat customer. Right. Um, He has a new brand now. I'm still working with Sam, and it's called La Chertosa. So no, we, the, and the labels are beautiful. So we had about a 15-year hiatus. I won 86 design awards just for Beyonce alone. Wow. And um, one of them f- for the Athena, it won um, in 1997, it won best um, wine label or package design for the world in, uh, in London. Wow. So I know you didn't know you were talking to someone really famous. It, uh, no. It was the Uh-oh. London International Advertising Awards. So I went wow. there and I got this huge trophy made out of some kind of metal. Wow. And I, yeah, walked through Heathrow Airport with that in my <laughs> Did I, you get I, nailed? I could have knock, knocked somebody out with that. I know. Did the, did the buzzer beep? No. Really? No, well, you like was, went right yeah, through? Yeah, went right through. Oh, I guess it goes through the security thing. Yeah be like a machine gun or something so you know, you know. it's it, with wine you know everybody's making their own wine and they have their own story so i try and be, you know figure out what that story is which is great because then i'm always learning something right every day is different and i'm always i'm always learning are there trends in design like do you find yourself like going having to shift oh yeah you now the focus is on, on the millennials so um, what does that mean? What do you do for them? They like scary stuff. I did my... F- oh, please don't do our new label, <laughs> Scary. So I did, I did a werewolf label Ooh. Um, called Black Beast. 
uh-huh. for my client in um, the Sierra Foothills. Um, and um, it's doing really well um, at Total Wine and More, or whatever. It's Total Wine. Wait, what? Do you, do you know what kind of wine it is? It's called Black Beast because it's a blend of um, red varietals. Uh-huh. I, I can't remember which ones. Okay. So that's why they called it the Black Beast. And so, and what exactly is on the label? It's a. It's it's silk screened onto the bottle. It's it's a side view of a werewolf in orange. Wow. And then at the top, it has Black Beast in gold, and then it explains it on the back label. Who is this winery? It's for Najar Vineyards. Oh, not Mike. Mike Najar. Yeah. In the yeah. Sierra foothills. He's outside of Grass Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a long-time client. Yeah, he is. is. I, I've been fortunate to have some really long-term clients. And, uh, Patty, have you seen the labels that, um, and I don't know who it is, but I bought one just because I had to see it for myself. There's these labels, wine labels, that it, you have to download an app on your phone and it's a picture. It's all these um, prisoners from Aus- right. from Australia. Are and you it's serious? Just, yeah, it's a picture of them. And then you hold your phone up to the label and then the person comes alive on your phone and, and no starts way. talking yeah, to you. That's the millennials like that. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. What on earth is that? I, I don't that's, understand. That's called the prisoner that Constellation Brands bought. I'll I'll bring in a bottle so that you can see it because it's 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 actually really cool. I get it. Do you have to have a special app? Yeah, you do, and you get it. It's uh, I know they sell it at Safeway, and it's it's not expensive. It's like nine or ten bucks or something, and then you just download the app, and then you just point it at the wine label, and it'll be kind of a scary guy, and then all of a sudden he comes alive. I was arrested for killing (laughs) thirteen people. (laughs) Oh my goodness! I mean, there's not a lot of those, are there? Well, I think it's sort of a test case. Um, It Mm -hmm. seemed to me it was like the first one that came out that was interactive. But I can see that becoming more and more popular. Should we do interactive new food labels? Ooh. Nah. nah. Okay. Well, we could. <laughs> Give us we this. could. People could do it in the app. And then we could go, oh, I guess you want to know what you can do with the stuff in this jar. Well, let me show you. Oh, <gasps> shh, man. Shh, did I just tell everybody my secrets? No, I think we just started a multi-billion <laughs> dollar. Billion dollar. Okay, trademark, trademark. Industry. I'm trademarking right here. I always want to do the scratch and sniff. Oh, yes, I love that yes. idea. Yes. And you know, um, oh my God, I'm going to forget his name. Uh, Betts, the winemaker Betts. And uh, he did the scratch and sniff book for um, wine. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring that to you. Oh, yeah. You show I want me to see your okay, we'll I'll show swap. You I'll show you my yeah. prisoner. You show me your yeah. scratch and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a role playing night yeah. gone wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Another thing that's trending in wine and it's kind of disturbing is black labels. Yes. Really? This is a black so many label people as well. are coming out with black labels. Just embossed or? No, it's black with, you know, some embossing, in, but. You know, I've only so much ink and well, it's just kind of like, did somebody die or something? I mean, Uh, why have black? It's so morbid. You Um, know, a part of it is that people, especially young people, don't want to drink the wine that their parents drank. And a lot of the traditional wine labels are white or beige or yellow with the block lettering. And so they they want something that's completely opposite. And I mean, if you want to go opposite, go go black right completely black with a you know just little highlights that and it, mm-hmm. and it pops it, what you want is it for it to stand out 
at the, the supermarket, right. everything from what do they say, the shoulders to the knees or something is all that, you know, mass produced wine. You want something that's going to stand out from all the other labels. And, and so I guess if no one's doing black label, you do it and it, and it right. stands out for a while and then it'll cycle and there'll yeah. be something new. Yeah. Well, then the white one will pop out cause they'll all be black. Right. Yeah. And then the werewolf will come through and, and eventually break the, through the black <laughs> Right. label <laughs> but i'm looking at um the shelf right now we're in our um in our conference room and patty's done actually all of almost a lot of the stuff that's on our brag wall um well my favorite label is that white one in the middle which i'm sure is the most hated by everyone else and it, that makes me we love didn't it even make it makes me love year. it even more i, I, I didn't do that patty, patty didn't like that i did that one patty didn't like that one um, See, and that's why I like it because it stands out from all the other ones. Yeah, it's a one-off. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I mean, I think I, I think packaging and design is so critical in making consumer, you know, consumer making choices. I mean, there are some people that I know. I'm certainly not a millennial. Um, but I'm very drawn to attractive packages. Mm -hmm. I'm very drawn to everybody is, I think. Yes. Well, I think, don't you, I, I think some people push it away a little bit because they don't want to be influenced by the gloss. They want to be influenced by what's in it. But yeah, I you think it's to, different. There's, there's products that you grew up loving and, if the label never changes, you could care less because you know what's in there and you exactly. know you want that. But it's when you're talking, I think what you're talking about is new products. When you find something that's new, that label will attract you to it. And then it's about, you know, what's actually inside. But, right. um, you know, something like Nutella or Skippy peanut right. butter. I mean, yeah, those are I things I don't want that, those to change. Or they try and change sometimes. You know, when yeah. Coke does something weird right. and then everyone rebels. And right. Say, what are you doing? Just go back to the yeah, way it used I, to I be. I designed the Ferrari Carano Sienna label 25 years ago. Wow. And Rhonda Carano, Carano um, called me up and told me that she wanted a special label for that, which was really nice because it hasn't changed in 25 years. Oh, what? recently? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like a, a couple of years ago. To do like a redo on that well, label? just or? add something. All I did was add a band at the bottom that said it was the 25th 25. anniversary because yeah. the top label was so nice. And that was an interesting procedure because that, again, was before computers. And she called me and said 25 years ago and said she want, it's a hearty red blend and she, she wanted it to look like it came from the earth. So, um, can it, you visualize the label? I'm, I'm, I was going to ask because I'm wondering it, the one that I'm thinking of, I thought was the Tresor that it's almost no, looks like Dante's Inferno. No. Like it's got like fire and no, I ended up making it look like a chunk of dirt. So yeah, it's, I, it's, 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 it's embedded in my it's, mind. It's die cut and, um, a special die cut. And, and I actually had them FedEx me some of the dirt. This is in dry Creek Valley. So I, they FedExed me the dirt and because um, so it's a special <laughs> reddish dirt color. Yeah. And so I made the background out of um, a sponge, dry sponge and black ink and then a toothbrush, flicking the ends of an old toothbrush to get wow. splatters. And then I had a guy put it together so it really does look like dirt. And then at that time, they just came up with their plan for their their villa up there. 
And so she put in my car, or somebody put in my car, the, the drawing of it, which was probably six feet wide. So I had to draw, drive that to Berkeley to get it scanned. Wow. And um, Sticking out the window. Sticking yeah. out the window. Uh-huh. And then I did a special FC that's in the background. Mm-hmm. has kind of like watermark. And now, you know, you go up there, yeah. the winery, and it's all over the place, that FC. Yeah. All the merchandise. That's awesome. So... Yeah, that was, that, I always like it when they don't change. I mean, isn't it a shame that um, designers for certain products don't get royalties the way art, musical artists do? Well, can't you put that in your contract? Well, yeah. how could you? Like, how many times someone eyeballs your item? No, it, it would have to be on products sold. Maybe, so, but yeah. no, we're no. not doing that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sandra's adding up numbers <laughs> there's, in her there's head right a, now. Yeah, somebody has to keep track of all of that. Right, exactly. No, nobody wants to do that. No. Yeah. No. So, but, but that, yeah, no, that seems fair for a one-time fee. Yeah. I know, like, our stuff's probably been the funnest stuff you've ever done, but other than us, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what What are some of your funnest projects? My funnest projects. Or the ones you've got the most out of or enjoyed or most proud the most. Of, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, obviously the one you got an award, Athena. Yeah. I mean, that's and, huge. Um, well, the Robert Mondavi, you know, coming up with all those concepts. Mm-hmm. Going to Robert, I love that brochure. Well, I did, the Opus One. Did oh, you yeah, do Opus that one? Opus One, that's right. I did a, um, the, they call the folio. Yeah. There was three brochures, one on family, one on design and architecture, and the other on vineyards and winemaking. And it's do they still use that? I think so. And then I ask had, Ian. Yeah, I'll ask uh, Ian Blessing now of Opus One. Yeah. Oh, and then that went into a case that was embossed with wavy lines. And then I also did a statistics foldout with everything that happened in each vintage. And then on the other side is a drawing of the vineyards or a vine at different seasons. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you a wine drinker? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh good. But I'm not. <laughs> Thank I'm not, God. I'm, I'm not fussy. <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't buy expensive. Me neither. Wines. I like value-oriented wine. Yeah. 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 No. Especially when you know how much it costs, and then to pay more for it. Right. It's yeah. crazy. So, what do you think about when you make, um, when you do the designs for food products? Is it really similar to wine? Kinda. I mean, still want to tell a story. Um. So yeah, I did this one called Little Paradise Farm. Their mm. tomato soup and um, their um, Beyond Bloody Mary mix, mm. and um, showed them a drawing of, of a funky landscape with with barns, it, really colorful, and they really liked it. So, um, yeah. And do you have to license that art? Just no, just and that one. That one we just got permission. Oh, okay. So that was fine with them. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, stories you can tell us about getting TTB certification on labels? Oh, that's the boring stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> have you ever had things that were that were um, denied? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's yeah. certain words like effervescent. You can't say that on a wine label. Why? Because it pertains to champagne or sparkling wine, I guess. And powerful. They don't like powerful. There's just We've s- had a bunch of rejects. Certain words that they don't like. Yeah. That's so weird. So, well, and it depends, honestly, like who you get, right? Like you could put, you could submit and it could go through. Like we had, um, 
we had what two Sonoma roadsides that were approved and done and selling and we went and submitted the third one and it got rejected we had to change it to country roadside and then the fourth one was accepted yeah it's just so bizarre yeah for anyone that doesn't know that's listening to TDB so it's the when you want to do a wine label and you make a wine you submit the label um, it gets approved, um, but there's certain things that they don't allow. I don't think um, certain things with uh, driving, like if you it had had someone driving a car, they would say no. That sort of promotes drinking right, and driving, and drink. or red children, car, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but so the physical, the action of it, because there's yeah. plenty of wine labels with cars. Well, I know Synquanon had, and you have that um, that book. coffee book that has all the labels that were turned down by right. TTB and one of them was someone inside of like an old pickup truck and they oh. said no that that it makes it look like you're driving and drinking or something yeah just... and if you don't know TTB is the government right right and right. Naked, Thank you. naked I mean not a lot of naked stuff goes through no no, oh, which no with Ju- with your resident artist Julie Higgins, she sort of pushes the envelope a little bit on that, though. Well, we pick and choose the labels. I mean, we've never sent a nude nude label in. Mm-hmm. You know, we usually send the ones that are clothed. Yeah. Yeah, I did a redesign for Cycles Gladiator, which has a naked. What is lab- that? It's it was for the wine hooligans in um, oh. Novato. It's this. It's a French drawing uh, I think from 1895 by someone in France and it's this um, woman a naked woman um, with her bicycle and the bicycle has wings wow and she's nude and it it went through Uh, wow well maybe it was so old that it didn't look sexual I don't know about that I think there is something to the you can use artwork if it's before 1900 or Creative something. Creative Commons. Um, but but as far as showing like breasts, I yeah, that's kind of unusual. I think. Yep. Yeah. Went through. There's there's a breast there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that must have been on a Friday uh, when they really been, wanted to yeah. go home. Happy hour, like oh, let's pass this one. Sign but and get for, out of here. Mm-hmm. for that one, I did the wine labels um, for different varietals, and then I did that was my first wine in a can. Oh. I did a Pinot Noir in a can. Very fun. Wait, when was this? Last oh, I, year, I did it like years. last year. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. It's, it's doing really well. Have you done more can labels? What labels? Cans. No, that was my that only was your, one. Yeah. I mean, because they're coming out like that's, crazy. That's pretty trendy right now, too. Yeah. You think it'll last? Can. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't Eric Asimov just did an article about it in the New York Times like last week or oh, maybe before I that, that I missed it. you know, there's something out of a can and that costs six dollars and something out of a bottle that costs a hundred and what's the real difference right talk about it yeah you can take it camping hiking true beach beach and pool i find pool is the they don't want glass out at the pool so it's you know you have cans and um, so funny because i always think like when you have something out of a can you always get that tinny like even if it doesn't really happen i feel like it's gonna happen I think that was the old days. I think they I line guess. everything yeah. now. They didn't used to line the cans. And so remember when you would buy a dented can at the yeah. store or right, some right. stores I went to, that was like a uh, special like cart. They had a cart that right, had all the dented cans. Get them cheaper. But, the, but there was always the fear of um, bacteria Botulism. or something. Yeah, because it creates a, a weird little thing inside mm-hmm. the can. But I think all of them now are lined and, and 
Uh, yeah, now, now there's consistent. another with canned wines. There's a warning, a, a BPE. I don't remember what that stands for. But there, you have to have that on the can. Because oh, the lining, oh, the right. lining has this. That's like the plastic yeah. thing. If it sits in the sun and then it does some kind of Oh, it like chemical. leaches into the. Yeah. I've heard some winemakers talk about that with screw caps where that little thing that's inside right. of the screw so cap that, it, it, that it might leach some sort of flavor into yeah. it or something. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. So now did you, you did the roadside labels as well for the wines? Yes, but Sandra provided me the artwork, so I don't want to take her oh, credit okay. for that. Yeah, no, okay. no, I mean, and I didn't make the artwork, but I mean, we licensed some old Creative Common, um, old, old art and old children's books. Oh, and wow. um, so I actually had to purchase a license to be able to use it. And then Patty did, you know, everything around it, the type and the text and the borders and all of that. Right. But I, I, I do get really excited. I mean, I love seeing our stuff. And um, you're easy to work with. I am. Ooh, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get difficult. Well, <laughs> no, I'm that. kidding. There was one project that you... Which one? The estate label or estate logo. Oh, I, I believe it's pronounced estate. Estate. Oh, estate. Okay. <laughs> Depends well, who you ask it's, around it's town. Not, it's not around anymore. But no. I, but I, I loved the I, way I, it I ended really, up. Yeah, I really struggled with that one. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I guess I wasn't coming up with ideas that you liked. or. Well, you know what was really different about that label? If It seems more on the masculine side of all the other stuff that Sandra has. Well, Maybe really, that's what yeah, was, was weird about it. Yeah, I finally came, it dawned on me, it was a modern Italian restaurant. So I was trying to think of what makes it modern. And in, in, in Italy, they like graphics. So right. I made the black and copper checks that they put the word estate inside. So, yeah, and I think, um, yeah, because it's capital, the font was um, very angular versus yeah. curvy. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it might've been subconscious, but consciously subconscious, mm -hmm. if that's even a thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a double <laughs> negative or something. Exactly. Speaking of conscious, do you know that, so I was telling Patty before that my therapist's name Ooh, is Patty Britton. Funny. Oh, I know. We've seen her. Oh, you have. Haven't you? No. Online, like when you Google, oh, yeah. the therapist oh, is, would yeah. come up. Yeah, it's same exact spelling yeah. as mine. Was that was your therapist? So, and what's funny is because <laughs> I told her this because I said, you know, I I found a new therapist, and no, I that was, was a sex therapist. Oh my no, god, so you listen, went to a so, sex so, therapist. So listen, <laughs> oh, so, this was just this morning. So, he told me, oh right? My so, so my worst fear because I found this therapist and we had been chatting. And I really, you know, you have to connect with your therapist. So I, and then I remember thinking, God, if I walk in there and it's Patty that, that works with Sandra and this is like her, her side job is doing labels and, and I didn't know it, it's going to be a really bad situation. But I walked in and no, it was a completely different person. But when I told Patty was here today, she said, uh, she kind of paused for a minute and then she said, Oh yeah, she's a sex therapist, right? <laughs> then I then I was like, well, no, that's not what I go to her for. I mean, I, obviously she we. Might be. I mean, we talk about sex sometimes. That comes up, but it's not you like. You do. That, what do you talk about? 
Ed, I'm just I'm in kidding. A, I'm married, and I'm. <laughs> of course, you talk I'm about sex. Kidding. But she said, "Oh yeah, she writes books on on um, sex." Topic. And I was like, "Oh, I had no idea." Um, yeah, That's but she knows about you too. Oh, she does. Yeah, because I mentioned I mentioned that I knew oh. another Patty Breton. She said, "Oh yeah, I think she said something." She gets like phone calls or emails or something that. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's why business might well, could be slow. Well, I've had a couple of people call me for, for an advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, man. you got the wrong one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, um, if you could, do you have like a dream design that you wish you could do? Like, what would be like a dream? project mm. not really no? no like you know go like god i wish somebody would come with a vodka bottle so i could do a vodka label or oh, a I did one perfume of those for gallo a long time ago oh. when i first started my business i did a lot of work for gallo and you want to try and get that back Oh no, they're too. I they're, guess it would be they're big. too big. Yeah, they're too big. Do you know that I went to the Monterosto wine tasting um, recently, a couple days ago, and their vineyards are all managed with an app. Every irrigation, every every single thing. Like she doesn't have to like walk and like turn water on and off. She just hits a few buttons and that's, I don't know, that's the hundreds, new, yeah, hundreds of irrigation lines that have been identified that she can turn on one or two or 10. Now yeah. where are they? Uh, that was up Monterosso, which Mountain. is Moon Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's sort of the wild. new thing. Gallo is, is, bought that property. Oh. And, and a lot of winemakers are using um, drones. So and they'll drones, use the drones exactly. and they can get aerial photos or in right. real time and can say, right. oh, that vine is looking a little bit exactly. sickly over here and we need, need to turn to the water on. Or, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very strange. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Hmm. But, um, well, do you no, ever see stuff like, out there? Like a car? Do you want to design a car? A car? No. Not a car. A car. An automobile. No, I don't want to design a car. Do you want to design an airplane? No. 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 Do you ever see stuff like if you see stuff on shelves or in your refrigerator at home and you go, God, that is just the most horrible yes, design. Yes, I've actually been oh, there yeah. when that has been said. Like what? I want to hear some big. Oh, I can't. oh there's <laughs> some awful designs out there. Yeah. People that think they're designers and they're not. Yeah. Mm. But you're still very, very old school. You still do things less computer oriented. You still use artists. Oh, yeah. 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 I like hand lettering. I, yeah. I, I love hand le- lettering. And, um, and like this morning, I saw the Matanzas Creek. That was a surprise. Yeah. I haven't seen that in years. And uh, the pattern that I did, or had done, I didn't do it. Um, a calligrapher, Georgia Deaver, did it. Who's mm-hmm. passed on now. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, yeah, yeah Patty's kind of worked for a lot of famous... famous I know, it sounds uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had... I had clients in australia for three years i have five clients down there and i i um, flew down there 10 times in three years and then i just got i got tired oh my god (laughs) so i actually crashed on one of patty's jobs um for a chilean producer so patty had to go to chile and visit a client what was that winery can't even remember um I, it'll come to yeah. me. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, oh, I need a vacation. Can I go on your trip with you? Yeah, that was fun. It, we had the best time. We stayed in a hotel that Queen Elizabeth used to stay at, at Pucon, on Lake Pucon. In wow. Pucon. I didn't know Queen Elizabeth stayed oh, there. yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was, we first we stayed in Santiago so I could do right. my business stuff. And I just wandered. Yeah, you went to Pablo, what's his name? Escobar's drug... No, the poet. <laughs> Neruda. Oh, Neruda, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we flew to um, Pecan. Pecan, just and like a young people's um, playground. When I first got there, I thought, oh, this is awful. This I is know. just awful. I hated it. It's like a place where you go where you've just had a nervous breakdown. And what the hotel yeah i loved it it <laughs> was like first blonde wood and it was very eames or frank lloyd wright-esque no I, the, the first time i saw i didn't like it but then i really loved it because there uh, were no like room numbers no locks on the doors yeah. whoa i mean i think you could lock it from the inside yeah, but you like, but you couldn't leave your room locked right and we and had a p- Pisco, what was it? Pisco, Pisco Sours. sours. We, oh, we had a really yeah. good time. Yeah, those yeah. were good. We had some oh, good yeah, food. <laughs> yeah. And, we and didn't we drive to um, Argentina? We wanted to drive to Argentina to get our passports um, stamped. stamped. <laughs> and then, then no we got in a lot control. of rain and, and the car was running out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had to turn around. There's this dirt road. Yeah. So we didn't get our passports no, stamped. Didn't. That's fun. But it was fun adventures, <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, was gonna say if if now are you actually still available for hire? You have of uh, course I am. Oh, okay, tell people. Okay, yeah. So uh, how do we get a hold of you? What is your um, website, or if you want to even give out your email address, if um, sure. Uh, my my website is uh, britondesign dot com. That's B-R-I-T-T-O-N-D-E-S-I-G-N dot com. And my phone number is 707-938-8378. And I'm Are in you on Instagram? No. Facebook? I've got followers, and I don't know why they're my followers, because I'm not on Instagram. I mean, I, I am on Instagram, <laughs> but I don't put anything on there. Okay. <laughs> um... Okay. And, my, and my email is pb at britondesign.com. Okay. And I do, I do work for local people, too, so don't be shy about calling me for um, local logos. Okay, yeah, because yeah, and I know there's a lot great. of, um, especially now with the whole crush pad thing going on, there's a lot of uh, young local winemakers who know a little bit about making wine, but know nothing about the labeling process yeah. and mm-hmm. all of those things. Mm-hmm. So that's a good resource uh, for all of you out there. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I've, I've helped, helped local winemakers also. So. Okay. All right. Very fun. Thank you well, so thank much you. for joining us. Thank yeah. you for having me. A great job on all Sondra's stuff. It yeah. definitely is, you know, all of your it's stuff really is appealing. very, and it, it fits you and your personality mm. and the restaurant and everything. Thank it's you. it's all very seamless the way everything um, turns out. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Patty, um, thank you so much for being on the show. If you want to reach out and um, get something done, if you have products that are in the works um, and you'd like to get labels done or concepts or design, you can always reach out to her. If you would like to listen to more episodes of The Bike Goes On, you can go to thebikegoeson.com. Uh, or you can go to radiomisfits.com and search us there. We will uh, look forward to talking to you next week. 
Thanks, Thanks, son. Thank Thanks, you. Patty. Thank you. Thanks for having me.